Money FM 89.3, best of the breakfast huddle. The Breakfast Brief on Money FM 89.3. Money FM 89.3. Good morning. It's the Breakfast Huddle with Elliot Danker and Ryan Huang. Stocks are coming off a bunch of uh, a brutal stretch of weeks. We've been highlighting a lot of earnings results. Uh, you know, Wall Street last week before we went on a long weekend was really topsy turvy. And now we are into May. We're heading into May. And, you know, where the theme for May is concerned. Let's talk about rates. Yeah. I've seen a lot of Justin Timberlake memes heading into May. Because it's going to be bang. That's how oh, it goes. Insane. <laughs> so here we have May and it's okay. all about rates. And yeah. right in the center of it is the FOMC where we are watching out for what it will do. And by and large, we are looking out for 50 basis points in yes. terms of a hike. And yes. that by itself will be the biggest rate increase in 22 years. So all in the name of fighting inflation, which by some admission, the Fed has signaled it has been behind the curve. It's been late in responding. So that is pretty much what we are looking out for, 50 basis points hike, and maybe even more if they decide to surprise and become more aggressive, which was yeah. what Australia did yesterday. We'll get to that in just a moment. Mm. Of course, uh, what's going to be watched out for is how aggressive they will be in their language. So that outlook in terms of growth as well as what they plan to do in terms of reducing their balance sheet when it comes to holding bonds, uh, what sort of a scale or pace they'll be reducing their treasury and mortgage-backed securities as well. So that's something that also feel the market sentiment in the coming days. And of course, in recent weeks, we've heard from various Fed officials becoming more hawkish, especially Fed Chair Jerome Powell. So that gives support to a series of 50 basis point hikes, not just in this meeting, but in a few meetings to come. If you look at what the markets are betting on, they are looking at three back-to-back 50 basis points hikes till July. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, having said that, and this really would somewhat explain that topsy-turvy uh, finishes on Wall Street that we saw, uh, was that potential, albeit a very slight potential for mm. 75. Yes, so right. It's a Although, tug of war. Yeah, yeah. And people are trying to figure out, you no, know, is this going to really dampen markets? And to what extent, of course, growth stocks will be right at the top of the list when it comes to the impact from higher rates, uh, those will first be sold off in terms of a negative knee-jerk reaction mm, at least. Mm. But we also want to look worldwide, right? And somewhere worth paying attention to, uh, the Bank of England, they are meeting tomorrow as well. Yes, and this is against the backdrop of a 30-year high rate of inflation at 7%. So we have expectations for the BOE to also hike rates. So hiking rates further to 1% and that, will be its fourth straight increase. So something that's against the backdrop of rising costs as we've seen across the world and the UK is probably going to be joining the bandwagon. Mm. Uh, Okay, let's uh, get a recap of what Australia did yesterday. Okay, so here's the surprise of the week that came through from the RBA, Australia Central Bank. They hiked rates as expected, but the market was only watching out for 15 basis points. And this came through instead of at 25 basis points. So something that was oh. a bit more aggressive than usual. And we also have to note that this is a bit of a departure from just two months ago when the RBA pledged to be patient. So it's become so fast in terms of the pace of inflation picking up that the RBA has acted to 
not just hike rates, but also hike it more aggressively than not the market was watching out for. Yeah. And in turn, we've seen the Australian dollar strengthen and that is expected to uh, see momentum continue as we see all these inflationary pressures put more urgency on central banks to do more in the coming quarters. And looking at the inflation numbers in Australia, uh, just last week, we saw the CPI coming in for the first quarter at 2.1%. So that exceeded expectations of 1.7%. On an annual basis, we have consumer inflation at 5.1%, its highest levels in more than 20 years. So a lot of urgency on Australia to do more. And of course, uh, in the backdrop is the Australian elections, where we have the current government trying to keep everyone happy by addressing the cost of living and higher rates do not do any favours to what's happening right now. I mean, there's so many things happening, especially as we head into May, right? We're also seeing slight, if not quite a big correlation, an increase in travel heading into the summer and cost of living is an issue. You want to fight that inflation aggressively to try and reset and get back to normal and you see somewhat that that desperate sentiment in that sense. Yeah, so it's a bit of a balancing act as well, right? You don't want to tighten too much to the point where you just make people hold on to their purse strings, spend less, businesses earn less and they pay their workers less. So it's a bit of a knock-on impact on many things. Yeah. Talking about inflation, Warren Buffett has some advice for investors. Yeah, this is the OG of influencers. Before Elon Musk and Twitter, everyone <laughs> yeah. turned to Warren Buffett for wisdom. So yeah. he was in action, at least speaking, over the weekend during his annual shareholder meeting for Berkshire Hathaway. And he, as usual, dropped a few pieces of wisdom or nuggets of wisdom. So here you have, right at the top, backdrop inflation and he gives his advice what you should be doing as an investor okay invest in yourself makes sense right oh yeah that makes sense so he's saying when the cost of living or prices are going up and things are being eroded what will not erode is the skills you have you know just invest in yourself in skills that people can take away from you that will be valuable that will be transferable to other things invest in yourself develop yourself and make sure you are relevant to the future. So something that he's saying, you know, invest in yourself, upgrade, upskill. And this is someone who knows his stuff. He, along with Charlie Munger, is 98 years old. So he's wow. seen many things in his lifetime. No, but that's really good advice, right? Investing in yourself. Uh, because at the end of the day, everyone is just looking for, okay, how can I make money or how can I save my own pocket? But they don't forget to prepare themselves for recovery. Yeah. And here's what he is not investing in Bitcoin. Oh, okay. So he has he said that for again, a while. Yeah. Slammed Bitcoin doubling down to say no. Bitcoin is not what he will ever invest in. So he tries to avoid things that are stupid, mm-hmm. evil, <laughs> and will make him look bad in comparison with somebody else. And Bitcoin does all three. So pretty evil. much dampening the outlook for Bitcoin there. Yeah. Okay, just very quickly to wrap up Warren Buffett. He bought the dip in his number one stock, which is Apple, during yeah, so uh, the sell-off. That could be worth watching for Apple's stock price as well because he said in the first quarter he bought a lot of Apple shares on the dip, but he would have bought even more if Apple... Apple did not bounce back in the first quarter. So something that he's really confident about Apple's prospects and worth noting, he is, or at least Berkshire Hathaway is, the biggest shareholder in Apple outside of funds and ETFs. So something that could really see Apple um, move further if um, Warren Buffett buys more. Now, we are closely monitoring the situation in China, Beijing in particular. And just to recap, during the May Day holiday, which runs through Wednesday, Beijing halted dining in at restaurants for that duration. Uh, so the long weekend, they made entry into places like parks, monuments, dependent on negative 
COVID tests. Gyms are shut. Officials also urging residents not to leave the city unnecessarily. Only people with green health codes or who have received negative COVID tests within 48 hours were allowed to leave. So the hardcore playbook on COVID-19 at play now in Beijing. Yeah, something to watch out for. And of course, Chinese markets are closed today for yep. their Labor Day stretch from last Friday until now. Today's the last day of yep. the yep. stretch of holidays. And of course, uh, Beijing, we've seen the mass testing going underway. And now many things appearing to go the way of Shanghai, yeah. almost to the same extent. Schools are closed. Schools are closed, gyms are closed, mm. and you've got dining restrictions. So that's going to be closely watched. We've seen the impact of those restrictions on businesses. Starbucks, one of them, talking about... Uh, reduced business dragging down international sales and of course production of Teslas as well. So a lot of things, a lot of repercussions with the potential restrictions tightening in China. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.